Yay! So I'm very, very excited. Today we've got beautiful Christy on. And um, I just want to say, Christy, I love some of the videos that I saw in your profile about how you connect, especially to the angelic realm. And the angelic realm are really dear to me. It's really where I started my journey of connecting to these beings. So I was definitely drawn to your energy when we looked at you for the podcast. So I appreciate you being here with us. And um, I don't know whether you want to introduce yourself and say who you are and what you do. Yeah, absolutely. I'm Christy Forsythe. Uh, really excited to be here. So thank you for inviting me. Like you said, a big part of the work that I do is in my connection with the angels. And it's really at the, the root of everything that I do. I think in a really similar way to the work that you do, it just kind of leads everything. I call myself a soul therapist. I am, uh, my background is in mental health counseling. I'm a licensed mental health counselor. I'm a certified life coach, a hypnotherapist, and an energy, uh, I, I help people, an energy worker, I help people with their energy. And I bring all of that together with the intuition to help people to work through their spiritual awakening, to work through the things that are coming up in life for them. A lot of times the people who come to see me are people who find themselves feeling stuck in some way or like their soul is calling for something and they're not quite sure what that is and what they're needing. And oftentimes we find that a big piece of what it is that they're needing is that spiritual connection. So a lot of the work that I'm doing is helping to connect people to their own spirituality and to finding the magic in the world. Cause there's so much magic out there, as you know, and just helping them to connect with that because you and I aren't the only people that can make those connections. I believe that every single person in this world can do that. Oh yeah, totally. My team say you also give people a, a really beautiful safe space to be and um, be who they're meant to be as well. I love that. Absolutely. <laughs> and I think we're seeing a lot more of this nowadays, aren't we? That, you know, like eight years ago, say when I started reading, reading cards or whatever, I started off with angel cards. It was like quite taboo. Like no one really owned cards back then. It was kind of a really odd thing to be doing right online but now everybody's talking about spirituality everyone's talking about connecting and um I love the way that you're helping people who are stuck because I think a lot more people are actually um doubting and maybe wondering what else is out there mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that like you're saying, it's changed so much since I've started doing this work as well. And I'm watching what originally was more people who would come to see me were people who were already interested in tarot cards and oracle cards and crystals and all of the spiritual things. And I've really watched that shift and change. I'm watching so many people who are just ready to connect in a more spiritual way who are maybe not what I would have expected originally to walk through my doors and to schedule appointments with me. And it's really, really incredible to watch that progression. But I think that's it is the earth is awakening, right? And so we're watching person after person after person awaken and suddenly 
they're like, oh, there's something more. There's something that I need to connect with. There's something that I need to be doing. There's this call for me to be living a more purposeful life. And it's really beautiful. And I'm finding so many people are heading my way as they're connecting with that. I love that. I really love that. So how did you get connected with the angelic realm? How did that work for you? So it's been a journey. It's something that was there originally for me in childhood. And I thought that that was something that was what everyone experienced. And for me at that time, it was just these guides, these voices that were with me and helping to guide all of the things that I was doing. And I can remember that back to like, even when I was really little, one of my earliest memories, I think that I was like two years old and I I was very aware of that presence. And as I got a little bit older, I started to recognize other people weren't having those experiences. And so somewhere along the way that that got pushed away. And then when I was about like 18, 19 years old, started to open up spiritually again, started to read all the books and learn all of the things. And as I started to do that, that just like, I, I opened wide open, but that time was a little bit of a scary experience for me just because I didn't understand at the time how to filter my energy, how to set boundaries with the energies. And so I was just like this wide open channel, having these experiences. I had scary things happening, especially in my room at night and scary voices and just all of these experiences. So I got to the point where I said, I don't want to do this anymore. And as, as you probably are very aware of, like when you set that boundary, it closes things down. And so things close down pretty immediately for me. And then I'm going about my regular life. And at that time was very structured, very rigid, very much living my life, very much sleeping my way through my sleepwalking, my way through life and working as a mental health counselor And suddenly I started to go through my spiritual awakening where I was looking around at a job that I thought I would do for the rest of my life that I felt really connected to. And all of a sudden I was different and it wasn't connecting for me in the same way. So I started to seek out spirituality again and very, very quickly through that process, I opened up a lot. And so that was where I started to see angels with people and see angels standing in the room with me and seeing people's energy fields. So it became clear pretty quickly that I was being called to help people in a different way, right? You can't in, when you're doing a a mental health counseling therapy session, you can't typically talk about people's auras and the colors that you see and what's going on with that and acknowledge the angels. So I felt this call and that's what led me to do the work that I'm doing now. Wow. I love that. And my team just want to draw out one of the points you made because I feel like a lot of women are going through this process at the moment that we've already been through you know um but it's that point when you get to that moment in your life when nothing seems to be in alignment with you it all feels a bit like oh this doesn't feel my like my life anymore and um my team just want to remind people that it's at that moment you need to start really asking questions and being honest with yourself, right, and asking, what is it that I really love to do for me, and having the courage to ask questions and to follow it, because I think a lot of women are coming from, like, corporate jobs, I see it a lot, corporate America, um, corporate jobs in the UK, 
and they want to do something to support their families and themselves in the spiritual realm, but they're not sure how to make the leap, right? And the leap seems scary. Um, but, you know, you've just highlighted in your story that it was at that moment you really started to wonder, this isn't my life. My team is saying it's almost like um, putting on a coat that doesn't fit. You know it doesn't fit, but you keep putting it on because you're just in that pattern and that routine, right? Um and I think a lot of people are coming through this process now. It's quite fascinating, actually, seeing people come through again. Yeah, it's changing so much. And I think that we, as you were saying, have to be open to asking questions and exploring what's coming up for us because that is our intuition. And I find that our intuition will make us uncomfortable when it's time for us to make changes. And I was being called to make massive changes in my life. And I found that as I was making that change, one change led to another, led to another, because it was this process of moving me from a, a life and a lifestyle and experiences that no longer align for me and moving me into what would become the best thing that ever happened to me. But had you asked me when I was going through all of that discomfort, if it would be the best thing that ever happened to me, I would have said, hell no, that it was awful. And it was so uncomfortable, but I allowed myself to ask those questions. And I find we either can acknowledge that voice because that voice is going to start to get louder and louder and louder or the other option. And, and this isn't preferable is to ignore it. And, and what we have to oftentimes do to ignore it is to start to numb in some way, right? There's so many different ways that we can numb ourselves through distraction and drugs and alcohol and in so many different ways. But ultimately that voice is going to continue to get louder and louder and louder until we start to acknowledge it and do the work with it. Mm. And so my team are just reminded People, not only will we make it uncomfortable, we will blow everything the fuck up around you if you don't make those changes. <laughs> and they oh, share this. Yeah. And I think a lot of people are discouraged when that happens because they're like, oh my God, like the universe has it in for me. But I'm always like, no, you need to get really excited because it takes away from you before it then replaces with something that's more in alignment with you and I think it's um just holding the faith right that it's all gonna be okay we're here we're here to experience and it's here for us <laughs> they're here to support us um but that takes a bit of practice right you know doesn't it it does it's a journey I think that when we can start to just open that door I always say to people can you open the door to trust and faith just a little bit. Can you crack that open and be willing to lean into that? Because I find that as we lean into that, we start to find the support from our guides, from our angels, from our higher power, from all of these energies that want to support us, start to really show us that they're here to support us, right? And we start to begin this trusting relationship with them. And, and so as we crack that door and we start to allow that process, they start to show us how much magic is available in this world, how supported we truly are. And we can build that trust. We can build that faith. And slowly but surely, we can find ourselves taking leap of faith after leap of faith after leap of faith, just kind of allowing that journey to carry us where we're being guided to be. I won't lie and say that that's 
a comfortable process because it certainly wasn't for me. It certainly isn't for a lot of the people that I work with, but oh my gosh, is it magical? And I truly feel like it's on the other side of allowing that process and allowing that work. It's a hundred percent worth it. It carries you into exactly where you're supposed to be. And you can feel that to the depths of you. Mm, yeah, exactly. And one of the things that my team wanted to explore as well is um, boundaries, setting boundaries, because you just touched on it, right? And I think um, the spiritual world can feel quite scary when, like you said, you're so open and you're not respecting your own boundaries. So I loved how you brought that point through. My team just wanted to, what, did you want me to ask? Yeah, just some experience from you around, you know, the kind of boundaries that you have with your team. Yes, that to me is absolutely key. And that was something when I was going through my awakening, I pretty quickly had learned from the past experience and said, I need some help with this. I need some guidance. I need some support. And so I started to work with people who had walked on this path ahead of me and who taught me about setting boundaries. And one of the most important boundaries that I feel is helpful for us to set is that I am only willing to connect with energy that is of the light. I, that for me is crucial. I'm built in the angelic energy. And so that energy, the heaviness of the other energy really has a, a strong impact on my entire system. Physically, I can feel ill from connecting with that energy. So I only connect with the energy of the light. I also ask that any information that comes through is helpful, healing, or preventative only. And that for me is really key in that we can connect with all kinds of intuitive information. Each and every one of us are, are regularly intuitively connecting, but quite frankly, some things I, I don't want to know. So for example, I don't want to know if tomorrow someone is going to leave this earth and it's not preventative. There's nothing that can be done about that. I don't want to carry that. I don't want to know that. I don't want to uh, have a, a feeling of responsibility. Like what do, what do I do with that? I don't know what to do with that. So for me, that's a really important boundary as well. And I want, of course, these messages to be helpful to people. I don't want to pass along anything that comes through that, someone isn't ready for or at, won't be ready for in the future because sometimes it's about planting seeds as well. So it's it's just important that we set those so that they honor that. And I also, it, it's really important to me that there's a level of openness with people. I, I ask for what is this person ready to hear right now or at least, you know, where is the seed that that needs to be planted? So I, I don't want to go around overwhelming people with information that they that they would just shut down and push away, if that makes sense. Mm, yeah, that's beautiful. I love that explanation. Thank you. I was talking to someone actually today on the podcast. And the other thing I think a lot of humans miss out the point on is um, uh, connecting and receiving messages and, and taking instructions for the highest good of all you know I think there's a lot of manifestation processes and intention setting and goal setting and that prototype marketing that really delves deep into what it is you want but 
you know, when we work in the light, we have to consider Mother Earth, we have to consider nature, we have to consider energy, and we have to consider that we're serving the whole of humanity, right? Because I think there's a lot of people that are working in silo and not really, really fully understanding the, the bigger picture around karma and the reason why we're actually here, right? <laughs> and Absolutely. So, yeah, and, and we can we can create all the things, right? So I that's absolutely included in the intentions that I always set is whatever that they need for their highest and best good, absolutely, or whatever is needed for everyone's highest and best good based on the situation. I I completely agree with you. Yeah, and I loved how you um set the boundary of just connecting to light beings because again. I don't think many people truly understand the difference. They think that if it, oh, my cat's going to come and say hello in a minute. She always gets involved in these lives. Come on then, give me say hello. Mm -hmm. um, I think many people think that because it's it feels good to them, it must be from the light. But actually, these beings are really quite sneaky, right? And they can make you feel good and give you power and give you energy and give you money and not be from the light mm -hmm. and I think people don't fully understand the difference and I don't know what you see in your world but I spend quite a lot of time guiding people how to tell the difference you know where is that coming from where is the intention what is the outcome how are you feeling about it because they are sneaky they really are and that discernment is key I find that as people are being more intentional and setting those boundaries, that really helps to do a lot of that work for you. But I also find you do tend to get, at least for me in my experience, there's, there's a feeling that comes with that. Even if the human feeling can feel good or it can seem like a really great thing that's being offered to you, there's still a, a heaviness that comes with that. So I find with that discernment, one of the most helpful ways to discern that energy is to tune into my body, our body being our greatest intuitive tool and just kind of allowing that to tell you that I, I have certain sensations in my body. If I'm connecting with an energy that is not of the light, that uh, my body will tell me if I tune into that, but we have to be intentional and really consciously choose to tune into that. Mm, yeah I agree our body is so sophisticated we do the same you know we teach people how to read the signals from inside your body and especially with your heart because once you have these tools right you are, you are literally set for life you don't need you don't need much do you to navigate yourself through this journey but once you have those tools they rich they really are life-changing um so you also have a membership, right, that um, people, do you want to explain a little bit more about how that works? Yeah, so my membership, I I created it as I got so busy with my coaching and wanted to have something that people who either weren't able to get into my schedule or people who were wanting to do a little bit more of a self-led journey would be able to access this information, these tools whenever they needed it, wherever they were at along their journey. So it's set up to be 
a tool to help people along their spiritual journey with their spiritual development, their personal development, their metaphysical development. And so it's just this ever growing resource of things for that. I do a monthly reading where I talk about the collective energy, what to expect out of that, how we can make the most out of that energy. So it's a little bit like an energy weather report. I do that weekly on my YouTube, but I also do that in my membership for the monthly uh, forecast with that. And I do, uh, my favorite thing that I offer on my membership is these energy sessions. So they are similar to a guided meditation, but I actually do a full angelic energy session with them. So they're infused, they are attuned with angelic energy to help support people through. I, I do one for the month and I do one always around the full moon as well. So to support people with whatever they're needing as they're navigating through that energy so that they can clear, balance, release, uh, be uh, integrating the downloads that they're receiving, all of those things. So it's just really meant to be a tool to support them as they're navigating all of that energy. Oh, wow. I love that. That feels so beautiful. So like perfectly aligned, isn't it, to your energy and what you do and, and what your vision is here. Mm -hmm. I love that. So um, my team want to know, like, what can you share with everyone about the collective energy right now? What message would you share to people? I feel in this energy, there's so much that's happening. There's so much expansion. There's so much growth. But I'm finding that people are feeling a little bit disconnected from that sense of expansion. So it's this energy of, I, I called it in my video a few weeks ago, the universe is shuffling the deck, right? I feel like there's so many moving parts that are happening in this energy right now where there's a lot of help and support behind the scenes for us living our best life, our most purposeful life, our most aligned life. So all of these moving parts that are happening. And I'm finding that I can feel the expansion I can feel the things that are happening. But for a lot of people, I think on the surface, they're seeing maybe only a little bit of movement with the things that they're wanting to create in their life or the direction that they want to go, but maybe feeling frustrated with where that's at. So there's a lot happening. That's been a big part of the message is to hang in there and to keep the faith and to keep taking these actions that we're feeling inspired to take because we want to keep working in the direction of the things that we feel called to work toward. I think that when our soul is calling for something, we want to continue to travel down that pathway and, and keep working on it and keep the faith that it's all being orchestrated for us. I also feel like right now there are so many moments right now where we're finding this divine timing where things that people have been waiting on for years in, in some cases are starting to click, are starting to come through, right? And it's been this work that we've been doing as a collective. We've needed to clear so many things. We've needed to connect on a deeper level with our spirituality. We've needed to be willing to take a look at some of that shadow work that we needed to do and, and honor some of that. And we've also needed to come back to our magic and our faith and our trust and knowing that 
we're supported in this and, and finding our way back to this belief. So I really feel like so much is happening right now and it's so important. Mm, yeah I feel like that as well like mm -hmm. I I just I mean I get excited about everything you know I'm just one of those mm -hmm. people that even if I'm just chilling I'm excited and I I feel like massive transformation and I think you've hit the nail on the head like I think the people that have been doing the work are going to be carried on such a beautiful journey this year and the other people are going to have a lot of figuring out to do and that's okay because we've already done the figuring out bit, you know, and we're there to support those who are still figuring it out. Um, and the other thing my team just said as you were talking is surrender is mm -hmm. so important. You know, it's taking the action, but it's making space as well. A lot of people aren't making those decisions, aren't making space, aren't removing things that aren't aligned. And if you create that level of resistance and frustration, then you've got nowhere for things to come in. So you've got to make space, right? You've got to make those decisions. If it's a decision you need to let go of something, you've got to do it because otherwise the universe will just burn it down all around you anyway. I mean, I don't know if you've experienced that, Christy, but oh, fuck, I have many times. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're saying surrender and absolutely surrender is, in my opinion, the most important thing is that that trust, right? I always encourage people, even when they're thinking about manifestation, the set it and forget it technique is what I call it, right? So setting your intentions, but then handing it up and continuing to take action as we feel inspired and guided and led. But also there's this element of surrender. And I've had to learn that the hard way I have bought it. Like, no, this is the way that it's going to be. This is the way that we're going to do it as though I'm telling the universe their job. And um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> kind of bold of me, but uh, I I've had to learn that lesson again and again and again. And I've found that there's so many times, well, every time that I've gotten to that place where I've tried to control it from all angles, I get to this place where I feel so stuck and so frustrated and so overwhelmed that finally the last option that I have available to me is to choose to surrender it. And it's in those moments when sometimes I've literally been down on my knees saying, I don't know what to do. So I, I guess I surrender this. I choose to surrender this and I truly release the energy and release my grip on it. That's when the magic happens. Mm. That's when we start to see things developing and we get the fuck out of our own way, right? Mm. <laughs> it's like oh, so many times I feel like we block our blessings mm. because we have a vision for how it needs to be. And the universe, God is like, listen, I have this greater vision for you, but you got to trust me. You have to surrender. You have to let go. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So true. And, um, you know, people always ask me what's stopping me. And usually my answer is always the same. It's, it's you, you mm -hmm. are stopping you. And it's such a beautiful point you made about just, um, allowing the universe to bring it to you. And, and you know, that's, that's sovereignty, isn't it? That's, that's, accepting that we're sovereign beings and as long as we can make remain still and grounded and in trust the universe will just bring it all to us and my, my team has shown me this like beautiful golden castle where we all get to sit in thrones with crowns on and, and like surrounded by jewels 
and it will serve us. And I think it's so important to know that whatever's happening in 3D, we're not confined by 3D at all, right? We are we are limitless in so many ways. Absolutely. Yeah. And and there's always this journey that we find ourselves on of, of navigating. Am I going to choose to let myself be led by my ego or by my soul? Right. And the soul is always going to lead us to the golden castle, whereas the ego is going to say my way, my way, my way. And uh, the ego is going to keep us stuck in, in, in fear. And the more that we just kind of lean in and listen to our intuition, listen to our soul, that's going to be led and it's all going to unfold exactly the way that it's supposed to. Mm, yeah, you, exactly. You said than done sometimes, but it's when we can learn to do it and to honor that, it's a really powerful thing. Mm, I think, I mean, I think the biggest sticking point for most people in 3D seems to be around money. And I don't know if you experienced this in um, with the clients that you work with, but, um, you know, I always see that see that there's a, a massive friction around money. You know, people who have got loads of money, they're kind of hated because they've got loads of money and people who haven't got any money. They're like down on their look because they want more money. I just feel like I can't sometimes I can't get my head around why there's so much frustration around basically energy in the 3d realm around money because you know this for me this is my first life here so um this 3d-ness sometimes is very very confusing for me as a as a human (laughs) (laughs) yeah earth is strange right yeah yeah it's so fucking strange and humans are weird (laughs) no offense yeah absolutely I mean that stuff comes up a lot and what you said to me is the most important thing. It's just another form of energy. And as we begin to understand that, and even with that, it's like releasing your grip on that. I had a pretty difficult time with that early on when I started to do this. I left my work as a mental health counselor and I was really, uh, at first I started to do this just on the side. And then I completely took that leap because I got a very clear message from my angels, like it's time to go, right? But how that to my bank account, I didn't even have any money in my savings account. And it was just like, here we go. And that was really scary for a little while. And I got really wrapped up in a lot of fear-based energy because the, the level of faith that I was being called to have was... Uh, really strong, really high. And I I was in a place where I even at times was struggling to pay my house payment and things like that for a little while. It, it took a little while for things to start to move forward and for me to start to see here in this concrete experience that I am supported in every way, including financially. And yeah. that's it. It's like that, that, awareness and that openness to understanding that we are supported in every way and money is just another tool another way that we can allow ourselves to be supported Mm, I love that I love what you said at the end about it's just another way that we allow ourselves to be supported for me like you it's just an energy and you know I've got kids and I always say to people um money for me is just an exchange of what I'm giving to you but 
you know, my kids spend most of my money anyway, to be honest. So, you know, my life is really incredibly fucking simple and they spend whatever they want, really. Um, but yeah, I, I really sometimes can't get my head around uh, why there's such a friction in in the humanness about uh, basically energy, you know, it's just energy and mm -hmm. um, such a beautiful thing. It gives us so many options as well to grow and to help others. You know, I always see it as the more money that we're bringing into our funnel and to our world, we can then pass it on to other people for them to have experiences or take on more employees or staff members. And I just see it as a way of expanding, right? Not as, oh, I'm going to keep all this money. I'm going to go buy a yacht because uh, that would never happen. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. It, it, and it becomes, it, it becomes a tool. I found, I don't know if you see this in the work that you're doing as well, but I found that especially people who find themselves more connected to a spiritual based calling, there's it, uh, an energy with that, that I find a lot of them are trying to work through as well, myself included in that, where we're having to work through our thoughts around money and uh, how we feel about money and, and having to do some of that work so that we are just open to receiving that. Mm. yeah mm -hmm. exactly I mean my team are just saying how you receive one thing is how you receive everything and I think as women especially yeah, I'm tingling now um women especially often struggle just to receive a compliment right and and if you can't receive that energy then you usually have uh, blockages within abundance and money as well so it's about how do I receive everything not just money, right? How do I receive help? How do I receive compliments? Do I pick those pennies up off the floor? It, it kind of all gives an energy back to the universe, doesn't it? To say, okay, she's ready for more now. Mm -hmm. she, she's grateful and she's ready and she's leveling up. And um, yeah, it's such a beautiful process though. I, uh, you know, I wouldn't change any of it for the world, even though it's taken a lot longer, I think, as always, to get to a place where everything does feel mainly in effortless flow, right? Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, you know, it seems like a long slog looking back, but then it seems five minutes ago that I started. <laughs> yeah, I I really have learned to love the adventure of it. Mm. You know, the beginning of this process for me felt really scary in that it it was always pushing me out of my comfort zone. And I could still say that that's true now. I, I'm always being led to do things and try things that are stretching me, that are expanding me, but they feel at times uncomfortable. But part of what I've learned is to let it be an adventure, to let it unfold and to kind of, I, I like to approach it from that place of excitement. Like, isn't this great? I'm watching this happen. I'm watching this unfold. Or isn't this great that I'm being led to do this thing that makes no logical sense to me, <laughs> but I know that it's leading me to where I'm supposed to be because I feel it and I know it. So I'm just going to trust it. So just kind of allowing that to unfold. And maybe we don't know the destination that the adventure is is leading us toward but 
if we can continue to allow it, it's going to bring us to beautiful places and the places that we're meant to be. Mm, I love that. Allowing it is um is a very powerful tool. So I love how you brought that message through. And so where can people stalk you, um, Christy, if they want to find out more about what you do and just be in your energy, where can they find you? They can find me on Instagram and TikTok and Facebook at Christy Clarity. And um, you can check out my website at discoveryawakening.com and my membership at claritybychristy.com. Beautiful. Thank you so much. Is there any messages that you'd want to leave our readers and our listeners with before we go? I think that the most important thing that comes up again and again is this idea that while there's a lot that's happening in the world, while there's a lot that's happening in our personal worlds, it's and it's easy to get wrapped up into that. The message that comes through again and again is that it's so important for us to be paying attention to our light and fostering that light, paying attention to our personal vibration. The message that the angels share with me is that that is the priority for each and every human being on this earth right now is how do I, how do I foster this light? How do I build my light? How do I raise my vibration? How do I help myself to feel as light and as good as possible? Because I see it as like, lights lighting up all over the world, right? It's like together we can light up the world. And this is such a huge part of this ascension process and this journey that we're all on. And so if you're feeling stuck or lost and you're not quite sure what to do, give some attention to what lights you up, what makes you feel good, what helps you to navigate day to day in a way that helps you to feel lighter and like your vibration is higher. Mm, I love that. I always say to people, this journey is about you. The more Mm -hmm. you make it about you, the easier it will be. And I think we're so used to helping someone before we help ourselves first. Mm -hmm. But, you know, that's why they tell you to put a mask on yourself uh, on an airplane first, right? Uh, safety first. <laughs> yep, exactly. And the thing is that as we expand our light, right, it, it literally is a light that expands out further, more and more people receive that. Mm-hmm. And, and that, so that's helping to support other people on their journey without even having to consciously connect with it. They just receive that energy and it helps to support them on their journey. So even for the empaths and the light workers and all of the people that tend to not do that, put themselves first, like that's not necessarily their thing. It's a way to help yourself, but also to help everybody else by extension. So it's a really beautiful thing all around. I love that. Thank you so much for being here with us. Uh, thank you so much. You're so welcome. So I'm just going to thank our readers and our listeners and our watchers for uh, consuming this episode. Uh, we'll share your links and whatnot, Christy, in the bios and in our podcast. And so I'll I'll stop the recording and then we'll have a quick chat. So thank you. Thank you. <laughs>